Friends and first-time listeners, welcome to Arizona Studios Podcast. Whether you're new to the show, a longtime friend of the studio, or just looking to pick up pro tips on how to amplify your next video content project, leave us a comment over on SoundCloud or send us a quick introduction at info at arizonastudios.com. This podcast is about the art of making effective video content, whether it be for small businesses struggling to build their audience, an indie filmmaker who wants to boost their crowdfunding experience, or a large enterprise that just can't get their training to soak in. We go over live client briefs to pick apart the issues our clients face on the day-to-day and brainstorm creative concepts to take on just about any challenge using video content strategy. Um, Today I'm working with Alyssa, who's, she is the person behind the scenes handling the coordination of all the productions that come through Arizona Studios. I'm also here with Ashley, and she's our 2D3 animator and also crew person. And Matt Tucker, who Just general. is... <laughs> Just general crew person. General crew she person. She does what we want her to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the time PA. <laughs> All around PA. Yeah. yeah. All right, I like that. And uh, also, Matt Tucker is here with us, the salesman executive. The salesman. <laughs> and um, I'm Nero, who is a person. Who specializes in cinematography specializes and directs sometimes. Yeah, that stuff. Alyssa. Yes. Who is this client? Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Well, her name is... Hello, welcome to Arizona Studios. Yeah, Um, yeah, well... uh, Okay, okay. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh, My name is Allison Monroe, and I work for T-Tastic Company. Mm, we are a regional tea shop chain. Good. When you say regional chain, do you mean like it's specifically in one state? Yep. Or, or well, regional county, would or? be like a few states that are in a specific area of the uh, country. So like we're well, here in Arizona. Arizona? Well, we're here in Arizona. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we're here in Arizona. We have locations in uh, Nevada, New Mexico, California. California. Well, just parts mm. of California. Yeah. The lower parts. Yeah. San Diego so and LA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you experienced any challenges or right. problems in your organization? Well, right now we have a big problem with high staff turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, we find that once they get to management inside of the branch, they're going to be there for a long time. Like our managers stick around for a long time and they have nice things to say about you know their leadership. It's just an issue of like some of the lower entry level employees, we have a harder time getting to stick around a little bit longer. It's a type of job where we anticipate that to an extent, but I think it's even worse so than most industries like ours. And I believe that most of our staff just don't understand all the benefits that are offered to them. Mm. So they're getting kind of put off by like the hours and the pay and taking off too quickly Um, When I think if they realized all the stuff that we have available for them, they'd be more interested. Like, we have an employee scholarship program for students who are, you know, we we hire a lot of people who, you know, this might be their first job. You have to be employed for X amount of time, and then you qualify for discounts to your tuition at accredited colleges or universities. So the longer they stay with us, it's kind of an incentive, right? Like, the longer you stay, the, the more you can save going to school. Cool. Um, and then they have a, we have a 401k, um, which I think a lot of younger people just don't 
understand the value of starting to put money in aside for their retirement as early as they can. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how we help them understand like how useful that is to them and start utilizing it because we have a ton of employees who just aren't even touching it. Mm -hmm. um, we have financial planning services that we provide through our HR company. Uh, and we also provide our staff some paid community volunteer hours, which no one's signing up for. Like we, we have like printout advertisements for that that go out to our store locations and they hand them out to their employees at the staff meetings like once every couple months or so, but nobody's signed up. And so we're just having a hard time getting our staff to go participate and they get paid to do it. So if they leave after two to three years, it's not the end of the world. I mean, obviously we'd like it if, if they stay long enough this is just how retention works for most mm -hmm. companies, right? Once someone's made it past that two-year mark and they made a commitment to a business or they've been there long enough and they're enjoying it to stay long enough, like, they're going to stick around. Um, we expect that. But if they, you know, give up, tap out, go to another company within the first few months, then, you know, they're never going to hit their stride. Is that basically. what you mean And I think that's what ha what's happening. Like, they're not okay. hitting their stride. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. they do their training. They start working, they feel flustered because they're not getting the hang of things or they're not remembering things, and then they give up, right? Like they find another part-time job that's maybe a little bit, I don't know, easier, lower, I'm not sure, lower commitment, but they leave. Okay. Yeah, a handful of things, for sure, yeah. And obviously our managers are just getting frustrated, you know, they don't like having to go through the interview process as frequently as they are right now, you know. Bringing in new people is really challenging, costs a lot of money, takes a lot of time. Um, they're, they're getting flustered with their staff really easily because they'll do their training period and then start working after like maybe two weeks of training. And then when they keep flubbing up because they've already forgotten some of the stuff from their training period, then the manager gets frustrated because now they have to clean up after them. And again, it's just costing us money. Right. Yeah. That's respectable. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a respectable person. <laughs> a very responsible business. Yep. Extremely patient. One might say an ideal client. <laughs> One might say. <laughs> well, how many how many decision makers are on your team and, and involved in the like the content process? Right. So I'm the head of the HR, um, and because it is a staff and hiring related issue, I'm going to be pretty involved. You know, we understand that if let's say we come to a solution and we need to put content from this plan out on like our social media or even as our, a part of our job ads or anything like that, then, then I'd have to get our head of marketing involved because anything that represents our company like outbound or publicly, it has to be approved ahead of time. And so <laughs> last question, it's my mm -hmm. favorite question. Tell me about, a little bit about the budget right now and what right. you're looking at. So, I mean, it, obviously all the time labor we're putting into on the onboarding process, having to rehire, retrain, it's costing a small fortune. Um, we're expecting to put aside about somewhere between 35000 to 50000 a year for just our internal video content. Mm -hmm. So anything that helps us with the HR process. The first, like, things that are coming to my, my mind, like, on the creative side is, right. like, um, there's definitely the need for training videos that are designed to be like effective and allows that information to be retained right because of the um, performance you're getting and the you know you, you say that 
people uh, that that staff forget certain policies and such. Right. And you're you're coming to yeah. us wanting expecting like video content for your company. So the first one that comes to mind is like doing a series of videos when it um, which include like training policy benefits. Yeah. Just so they're kept separate and well, easy enough. Yeah, like, right. Like I think part of it is it'd be great to have training that's accessible. So let's say like a part of the issue is, you know, as an employee, you're with a new company and especially for someone who maybe it's their first job. Like I think everyone's been in their first job and known like what the pressure feels like to have to live up to an expectation that's never existed for you before, right? So these these young kids, it's their first time, they wanted they want really badly to do a good job and they want to feel appreciated, they want to feel like succeeding at what they have to do here. It's, and, you know, again, it's a part-time job for most of them. So what's happening is I think, like, you get through your training at a new job, and if you haven't retained everything, because they're sitting down, they're looking through a booklet, they get a talk through from, you know, another a manager, another employee, um, and then they get put on their first shift, and now they're held accountable to do a bunch of stuff that they haven't had to do before. Um, what's happening is after about a month, I think that they've now flubbed up a handful of times and it's taking a hit to their pride and they're getting write-ups, which is frustrating for their manager and frustrating for them because they're feeling like they're getting scolded and they're in trouble, even if the manager's handle, handling it as best as they can. But, you know, as a manager, right, you're after a while, you know, once, twice, no big deal, third time starts to get a little bit irritating that you've had to talk through these things over and over again. Um, so it'd be great if we had something accessible, right? Like this isn't just about them retaining the information, it's a, which I do think retention is part of the problem. Like the method by which we're teaching them isn't soaking in, but I think also on top of that, they have nowhere, like they're not gonna go bring their handbook with them every day to work and then go grab it out of their locker in the middle of dealing with something to like, oh, wait, pull something me... up and look at it. Yeah. You know, if we gave them something that could be on their tablets or their computers at their workstations, like or throughout even the their day. Phones. Yeah, or they could even pull up on their phone, would it make it easier for them to say, you know what, let me look at that real quick before I answer that question or before I do that thing? Hmm. I think that's the part that is the more word we need to be focused on is engaging. Right. The fact that we're dealing with, or well, you're dealing with like 17, 18 year olds. Right. To Short attention span. Yeah. Yeah. You need the memes. So the content, <laughs> like, yeah, within these videos, they have to be like, yeah. I don't know, like interesting enough <laughs> to like, I know to exactly watch. what you need. Interesting, like short, you know, yeah. something maybe even personable in a way. I don't really know how to do that, but. You know, something that... We can help. <laughs> Definitely short. How, so if I hear a lot of turnover... Right. Um, and this is just some prior experience speaking. Right. It's, it's well, I mean, they're young kids, but also right. because they're young, they don't know what they want to do or who they right. are in the world. So there's no connection to themselves about their commitment to the organization such that there's a fulfillment in the long term of what they're up to with inside the organization. Right. You still need to be inside of their mind such that what's inside of their mind, their personal self whatever mm -hmm. that is is connected to the same outcomes right. of the organization like they're enter like 
Like when you're in a relationship, you want it to be like a reciprocal yeah. type of thing. Two way right? street, got it. Are we doing does, this right? Does our production coordinator want to chime in on this client? <laughs> well, yes, Nora, I would. No. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I, I think that at this point we should talk about creatively, like what content would make sense and why. I mean, I think a few things we've already pulled out are, okay, we understand that the primary audience or demographic are younger adults. Um, I think the two Matt's valid point, like this is to them like maybe a part-time thing and they haven't really figured out where they're going. Could, I think that the scholarship tool is a really great resource. I think that having a video that even talks about or emphasizes like we're here to help you on your path to whatever your future looks like. And mm -hmm. that might look like, you know, staying with us and working toward a management role, or that might look like helping you build up um, a good resume and be prepared to go looking for either, uh, you know, applying for colleges, or it might look like um, helping you get the skills and qualifications to find your next big position somewhere else. Like mm -hmm. those are all potential options, and if we if we give you a home to prepare yourself and build yourself up to do those things, then will you feel inclined to be with us longer? And if we build content that sends that message, you know, can we see those results? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think again, like the organization's already taking big steps by saying, "Hey, here are great things that we can do for them that are going to help them build themselves." on a personal level, on a professional level, in their education and their in their lives. Um, so I think that, and there's this incentives here again, like because we have like planning for the future is such a big thing in this business, it seems like. I think that that sends the message to them, like, you know, this could be a long-term place to be at if, if management and being the company is your path. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, if employees aren't using it, it's a lack of knowing. It's not like a lack of trying on part of the company. The content needs to be short enough to be easy to click and watch and get little bit snippets of information like really quickly if they're on the job um, and they're kind of missing something that they maybe just forgot or that, you know, got left out or whatever because, you know, mid-level managers who are training them may not be 100% perfect 100% of the time. So there might be little bits and pieces that even are missing in their training that now you know without a shadow of doubt you provided them the resources to know that stuff. You know, and then finding ways to incorporate that into their daily life so that they're practicing and retaining and re-looking at it and getting to pause it and go back and forth instead of having to absorb everything really quick in one sit-down session. I think it needs to be like the big donut training video. From? Steven Universe. You want to elaborate? It's all in song. And it's all like catchy stuff that you can remember while you're doing it. Yeah. It's gimmicky. Yeah. I don't want to be that person, but it's like, it has to be fun, you know? But that's... Well, considering the age group that's applying for these jobs. Exactly. You know? Like, I, yeah. it, it, you have to, you have to do it in a way that is going to... Speak you know, to them. Yeah. If it's all meme-oriented or whatever, yeah, they're definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so in ye generation of TikTokers, 
Um, yeah, exactly. Like, if it's all in like six seconds, yeah, worth of like videos, they would right. maybe retain it. And then you know. would have to. Ooh, you're building the opportunity to um, continue this relationship of providing new videos that are updated because, like memes, new ones come out and old ones are forgotten. So. Well, yeah. Well, if they're done, you know clearly. what I mean. Like, the relevance of of humor changes right. day to day. Right. So. So. To build that, to build that like continued, <laughs> like video relationship, right. that'd be yeah. nice. <laughs> so outputting content more consistently, like how regulated are we talking? I mean, that's that's the the harder part, just because it is training. Right. Like, yeah, you want to. I mean, build, from a, what, build a base library. Yeah. Right. And then mm. have some, I don't know, maybe just have some sort of like once a week short snippets of, hey, don't forget to do this, or have you been doing this? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So like instead of necessarily like putting out a whole block of videos that are training, do short things that are like more social media type like going out to the employees to oh, get them to be like, sense. hey, friendly reminder. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. Have you remembered to blah, blah, blah? Like, yeah. make sure you steep that tea for five to seven minutes. Like, you know, right. something silly like that. But, okay. And yeah, it goes out to all the employees, like, whatever app you use for your scheduling or whatever yeah it can go on that platform well or even if you think about it like it just depends on the content right like some stuff might be proprietary in nature and we don't want to share it but some of the content that comes out of that could go on social media. like our actual social media and then the staffers who are using those platforms are more likely to see it there probably yeah than they are to log into the hr app from their phone right but the main i guess what's still the problem is the main chunk of the training mm -hmm. itself that I feel like would need to be in a way that is just right fun. And then another conversation to be had on that note is because of the demographic and the type of content that they watch online, like what should the videos look like mm. to speak to them more so? Like 80s. <laughs> it's making a resurgence. <laughs> I like 80s. What if, what if you produced a video a training video right. where they set up this whole entire scenario where the candidates themselves that were being hired right. had to answer, why, what would make an employee want to stay at an organization in the first place? What are your ideas? So that when they're actually watching the video themselves, they might have to start to formulate, what is my intention of this job here? And having to be kind of honest with themselves inside of that conversation such that when they respond to the manager that's or the managers that are interviewing them will paint the picture for the managers about the employee, what their goals are, <clears throat> what um, their intention is. Slow for down, the job. slow down, real quick. So we're, f I'm sorry. I got an interpretation who, of who that. Who are too. We, we? I'm a little confused by it though. Who? So we're filming, we're filming candidates that we already know we are going to hire but have not hired yet, or are we? I'd say it'd, it'd be no. a mock. Situation. Exactly. Oh, okay, Persu gotcha. Persu okay. Yep, yep. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks for backing me up. So it's a mock I mean. interview. What's the text, I guess? Like, what? what's the messaging underneath the video? Um, like, what do we want the audience to walk away with? So, are you up to this mission? Like, if I'm 
applying to the United States government in the 1960s, and I'm JFK, I'm president, and I've got a whole staff of people that are saying, we're going to the moon. Not only does JFK say we're going to the moon, but right. his VPs, his directors, his managers, his yeah. supervisors. Everybody needs to be on the same page. All yeah. the way down to the frickin' janitor needs yeah. to be on that mission. Okay. Right? So the only message is, are you on board with us? Right? Yeah. Right? Are you on board with this mission for this type of company? The, right. You know, the well, and we're company. in the service industry, right? So in, in any service, your mission is ideally to just bring something good to your clients, your mm -hmm. customer base, right. right? Like, not just a good product, but good service. Mm -hmm. Like, tea is something very warming, tea mm -hmm. is something very inviting, tea like gives people the feel of home, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or tea can give you the feel of be escaping to somewhere exotic, right? Because mm -hmm. teas can come in very exotic and unique flavors. Like, I think that, yeah, I do think that the objective in the industry and the business itself is to make our, our customers feel at home, so obviously we want our staff to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. We make a standalone video mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is a mock interview where the fake interviewees talk about their personal like goals or, or mission and mm -hmm. being a part of, becoming a part of the company. Mm -hmm. Is that what happens? Right. Okay, yep. and in that they talk about like you know, creating relationships with almost, customers. Almost or the exact same thing we're doing here. Right, right, right. But like, they're kind of like the fly on the wall observing. And then it's their choice. Like, if they're saying yes to coming right. on board with the organization, they're like, you know what, I want to be a part of that. I think I could right. help this company. Or that sounds like a great mission I'm on. I would love to deliver yeah. tea to XYZ person. And know. we're showing this to, so we're showing this story, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm to employees we've already hired who have already been through the end. We're not like giving them, you know, a cheat code or anything. Like it's, <laughs> we're, we're, we're grabbing people who have already been hired and like first day we sit them down, they watch this video and it's like, hey, you stood out to us because. It, you, I, you, I would also say it's a part of the interview process. Okay. Like kind of the upfront. Right. Well, the next step in the process is please watch this video and come prepared to talk about it in the next conversation. Okay, what I'm afraid of with that, and my only concern as an employer would just be if I give them a video that tells them, hey, this is the type of person we're looking for and this is the type of response we'd like to hear, then are they just gonna come with like a staged fake response that isn't genuine right. based on what they saw in the video? Like are we gonna get applicants who are being them, their true selves or are we gonna get applicants who are you know, just saying what they think we wanna hear? Right. Well. A lot of the interview processes like this, that, right? Listening to people who mm -hmm. are just saying what they think. Yeah. But now we're helping them enhance their response by giving them. But part of that, exactly. And part of the questioning process and the distilling of like the employees that you want to have on board with you that you feel like are going to be like long-term committed people is part of the questioning process of, well, where did you see yourself in that conversation? Right. Which that, I just want to emphasize again, like, as the client, T-Tastic does need to have a good interviewing process. Mm -hmm. If we're running with this mock interview kind of video, right? I, I wouldn't say it be staged in a right. way that they're giving answers that resonates with us, but more like they're giving answers that resonate with the other employees. And it's showing that, hey, there is the diversity of people who are getting hired here and how we can help with the benefit programs that we have. 
So, so all of it's mm. tied into one video, is what we're saying. Imagine this video um, starting, and you have a person in UE comes in and is obviously talking to someone. Um, visually, we don't have to see like the person who's interviewing. It is just focused mainly on the the individual that is applying for the job, right? So, like visually and stylistically, we're just focusing on that person, right? right. And then they talk about like how they can be, um, you know, a benefit for the company. And then some of the questions that um, the company T-Tastic would ask is where they would want to go in terms of in terms of some maybe even beyond T-Tastic right because you do have these benefit like the benefits for like people who want to stay longer so they can use those benefits and those right, resources right, right. so it's like you know you're you're almost sharing that individual's dreams and right. then from there that's just a clever way of transitioning to well, T-Tastic can get you there. Right. So, and that would be like almost the introduction to the um, benefits that that we're trying to communicate. That's one of the goals yeah. is to um, let the employees know that there are these benefits and these programs for the employees. Right. But also um, allowing it to resonate like with right. any individual. It could be a series of individuals or even just focus on one depending right. on budget and when we get to the process of like, hey, we're hiring this actor, blah, 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 how many actors can we get, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, I think, down the line, trying to uh, simplify the, uh, the concept. Yeah. But conceptually, th does this make sense, what I'm trying to say? I think so. So real quick, okay. producer Alyssa, not <laughs> Allison. Okay. Um, so what I'm hearing, and I, it sounds to me like the problem's happening in two parts, and there's essentially two solutions that need to be embedded. So the first to me is what we're talking about right now to me sounds like it would be better in place as a job ad, right? Like there needs to be a job advertisement commercial, something, you know, a minute or less that shows the story path of how we get someone hired and they become a part of the T-Tastic family, mm -hmm. right? And then following that, that person's individualized journey in a way so that it tells people who are looking for work, hey, this is who we are, these are our goals and ambitions, these are the types of employees we that can have a success and a future through their relationship with T-Tastic, right? So it's trying to fix the issue of attracting more of the right hires, right? Okay, then the second part is there's an issue with an inconsistency in people retaining the information and then on top of that being engaged in what we're showing them and that is more of a hey maybe it's a you know monthly or bi-weekly little info tidbit that gets sent out in a very social media-esque format to employees as a quick tip reminder of hey, here at T-Tastic we do mm -hmm. this, is that, how, you know, go next time you're in, make sure you give this a try or whatever. Right. Like tips for how to do things they may not know that they're not doing right or that they may not have remembered. Mm. Three things are happening in my brain, okay. like what, what you, 
with what you were saying. Right. There's like the initial video tr trying to establish that you're hiring the right person. Right. Um, and also the the person that's looking for the for the growth and the benefits that T-Tastic can right. um, provide. And then there's like um, I don't know um, timeline wise like how uh, how consistent these videos are put out for the social media because I I don't think in my brain um, we established that that uh, schedule right all right but this is I the, do the like, tips on yeah like I how do to like work. the idea yeah. and I think Ashley is the person who kind of brought it up yeah um, like earlier is that there is a work tip thing which I think it's cool yeah I think and it's a good idea. it's going to be um, relevant because you're creating it yeah. over and over again. It's not like a video you did once and then they have to refer to it. Right. But I think that still needs to be available. Yeah. Well, the what's great reference about... reference video that's like cataloged and in with whatever app or application or website or whatever. Oh, okay. So we so still have like a three. master yeah. library. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, a lot. I'm just worried about. I'm going to be honest. I'm worried about the budget. Like I'm looking at the quanti yeah, potential quantity. About budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's part of the, this process. But right. like creatively, that's yeah. I think really good right. ideas and see if we can streamline it or even yeah. get rid of something. Because what I, I think know. could happen, like so, for sure, if we if we know we need to make a library for their HR department, right? Like this is the library of videos that are the educational informative format and that doesn't necessarily have to be as flashy, but it's like, you know, this is the bare minimum you have to give your employees when they start so they have something with the, flat, the information for them. Um, and then you do something a little bit more fun and socially engaging that's shorter, at like on a, again, like maybe a monthly or a bi-weekly basis. You could film you could film those biweekly pieces every quarter so that it's whatever are the most current problems inside of the organization. Like right, mm -hmm. like if hey, this this last quarter, these were the things that we had the most reported incidences of. Let's make our content based on that for the next quarter. And then that way you can check in every quarter and make sure that the content you're releasing is relevant to the things that your employees need. I like that idea mm -hmm. um, <coughs> so I like the idea of those those regular consistent tip videos coming out and them being you know a little bit less formal um, to hopefully again like target that younger demo that they have and mm -hmm. get their attention and keep it um, I understand like yes the base library is something the that resources library uh, yeah, yeah but that's something maybe it could be done I hate to say it, but because of the budget, I'd say that if we wanted to maximize on the 30, 35 to 50K, I think it's going to be in the 50K range, but I think what we could do is all three of those. We make the commercial for somewhere, like that commercial advertisement would probably involve a couple actors. Yes. Um, so I think we're eating like a good like 10 to 15K on that alone, right? Like that's going to be the most expensive part mm -hmm. is making that advertisement but they're going to plug it like firstly they can use it as a paid ad on all their social media platforms every time they're hiring and then they can plug it on the actual job ad pages at the top of the page everywhere they post their job ads um, so I think that's one part of it um, and that could all be filmed first right like mm -hmm. let's start by fixing the issue of getting the right people coming in 
um, and then do the content library that could be filmed more professionally and more seriously like again on a simple background like a one day full well, day thing. I figure that like granted I don't know this company T-Tastic's like right. process of whatever o daily operation tasks there are right. Right. But I figured it'd be like, like there's done gonna be a handful in a way of videos. where it's simplified to the point where it's like or similar to those buzz BuzzFeed like uh, cooking videos or whatever, where mm -hmm. it is just like literally a step by step process and there's nothing else to it. Right. It just does have you know. I don't think Which it's is... necessary for any sort of resource library to have like this yeah. like. Big intro, big outro. Yeah. It should just be the information you're looking for. Well, doing so it's like a doing like a tasty like cooking video yeah, thing. Yeah, doing That's a tasty a like cooking video thing. Like, yeah, you can do that for all the drink combinations. But I think that the the harder, I'll say this like, the instruction of making the stuff I don't think is the hard part. I think the hard part is the like in-house stuff like client interfacing and. Also, like working, oh. working the register and like the different elements, like tech elements to that, well, or it could still be done like cleaning like processes for closers and openers. Like I think that those, if you think about it, like the stuff that you're going to have to show them, like specifically, let's see, closing procedures, opening procedures, right? Yeah. Like that may involve multiple steps that take place at different parts of the building inside of the business. That, to me, in and of itself, is like that's a full they shoot just getting like all of the different steps someone might do inside of that building because you're gonna have to reset up for every area we have to show unless I think we could easily like streamline it when we go through the process of storyboard or not storyboarding well yeah storyboarding and sh uh, providing or creating a shot list that is that doesn't have any fat on it that's trimmed right where if the closing procedure is like turn off the lights, you know, you Click. would just show someone turning off the right. lights, not walking up saying, hey, I need to turn off the lights and then closing it. You right. know what I mean? It's that like fast. Edits, so what fast you're saying is that if we do storyboards and good pre-production, we can yes. save money. Oh, that's what? right. That's right. We should always say that <laughs> in any of these like podcast episodes of the client brief stuff is Pre-production. Pre-production. <laughs> you said the word of the day. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> there should be like a Muppets yeah. like celebration Pee thing. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know, oh, Pee-wee's Pee Pee Playhouse or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's what I foresee based on, and this is just me as someone who comes from the financial side of our business, like building proposals. Mm -hmm. I imagine more than likely what's going to happen is, again, we're going to eat up somewhere between, let's just say, ten to 12000 minimum for the job advertisement, right? And we film that in the span of, like, maybe a day, day and a half, right? With, which will be a lot easier using professional talent um, than using people who actually work for them. That's, that's 10 to 12 out of the, let's say, 50. Um, I think that after that, we've probably got at least about twenty to twenty-five thousand put in a year's worth of um, quarterly shoot or yeah, quarterly shoots with a you know biweekly tip video output. I'm mean, probably around twenty thousand at least. Mm. So that's we're up to 
uh, about 32000 out of the total budget on that. I think that for sure the remaining budget would be needed to do the training videos because again if we're going to have to film those out their location and we're going to have multiple areas of the business we have to do the trainings on that library could take like a whole week of filming to get yeah. I think I mean yeah that sounds about right so the commercial would be first and it mm -hmm. would probably take us like a month to turn it around right like two weeks advance planning shoot it and then post takes another couple weeks I would assume that one is like very cinematic I, I picture it like very yeah I think so like, it could look pretty yeah it's gonna need a totally separate cart of equipment than the other shallow content. depth feel right. talking head slow motion right. of the tea being poured yeah. into the I think basically you'd only have two characters though because you'd have well maybe three max but I don't know that you'd need a professional actor for the third so like You'd have the manager and the employee that's Wait, in the interview. For mm -hmm. the interview? Yeah, the interview one. So you'd have well, the... Well, the way I would have wrote it is that you don't, like... Uh, you don't actually see the, see the manager? See them or maybe not even hear them. But that also depends on, like, how it's written and, Wait, and such. Wait, don't see or hear... The... The manager or the manager. employee? Okay, so it's just we're looking at the employee just yeah, the whole time. Mm -hmm. Throughout that, that process. That and maybe we hear audio. Ooh, so at the most you have, like, a voice actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's easy. That's not so bad. I was just thinking you might want to see them with a, you know, faux customer at some point. But yeah, I mean, if we're focusing on them, then we could just use voices for the rest of it. That's not impossible. Yeah. And then that makes sense, too, because to Matt's point, like, it makes it about them. And then the employee knows, like, you're the center of attention here. Like, exactly. you are our focus. The message right there. Yeah, I like that. It's like kind of like <laughs> the Dove commercial <laughs> where they had to, like, talk about what they look like. You know what I'm talking about? Like describe themselves yeah, and then someone them, and else comes in and describes like, them and yeah. they draw that version and it's always prettier yeah. when someone else is describing you mm -hmm. than when you describe yourself. Mm -hmm. Probably during the time we're doing the post for that commercial, we would already be filming either A, the content library or B, the, that regular consistent tips <coughs> videos. <coughs> I think the content library should go first because they're going to hold on to that and use it in all of their trainings moving forward. So I'd say within like what three months they've got probably let's say their training videos would be maybe a total of like I don't know 10 videos and then the one commercial mm -hmm. that's 11 videos mm -hmm. and then the first quarter of um, bi-weekly content. Okay. And that could be those can be so that's six How videos. However many. So ten, six, seven. Mm. <coughs> Wait, that was uh, right. 10, six, ten, ten, sixteen, seventeen. So <laughs> basically, somewhere between like fifteen and twenty videos, we'd have outputted within like three months of starting that project. Damn. I don't yeah. know if this is relevant, but it might be. Um, and the only only thing we would need to do for those videos that aren't the ones that are being released on a daily basis, I mean, those are going to get edited anyway. Right. Um, but the one, like the commercial and the ones that are like catalog or whatever, the yeah, ones that the will like stuff. have the longest shelf life, the only thing we need to consider like in the future if we're like building this relationship with... Um, Tastic is that any sort of brand changing 
um, or any oh, sort of right. like thing that needs to be switched out because the brand itself. Yeah, like is if different. they change the way they like their logo design, mm -hmm. or they change any of their like colors to their brand. Yeah. Well, fortunately, T-Tastic has an internal marketing staff, so I like to imagine that if they have an internal marketing staff that's been representing their business, we would probably go to their head of marketing first before we start to determine if they have. A lot of times with when you have someone in charge of your marketing, they're going to have like a color palette packet and a bunch of other like generic graphic elements that they use over and over again. Yeah. So we would probably work in partnership. Sorry, we'd work in partnership with them to make sure we had those assets. What I really appreciate about this is it's almost like, this almost looks like a sales process that I would need to go through even if I was on the phone with a client. Like, right. Um, well, what, tell me about your industry. What is it, what industry is this? Like, just some very standard questions that you probably want to ask up front. So almost I could see this as like a, even a training for myself. Like, oh, if I'm a sales guy, hmm. Yeah. These might be some good questions I could probably ask. Let me just think about that. Hmm. Like, the bare minimum things you need to know in yeah. order to put together a package. Yeah, like, well, I mean, you kind of right. want to get the, like, the kind of the picture of what this client is, what they're dealing with, in such a way that you can actually address the problem with a video that would actually give them a solution to right. the problem. I was actually more so, like, no, that's cool that this is working out, like, as intended, the podcast itself. Right. But I think I was referring more to the solution <laughs> that we're giving. Oh, like, yeah, like this is particular our solution? solution for okay. this client doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think it covers three, again, we, we covered three different bases of, of issue for them. Mm -hmm. The first is we're not attracting the right employees that want to be with us or are committed to being a part of our team. Or they're coming to us for the wrong reasons. If we present to them before they've even started working for us, hey, these are the things we're committed to as a business helping you with, then we're going to attract people who want those things out of a company they work for, like you know, doing volunteer work as a part of the company, yeah. like um, getting to participate in the scholarship program through the company, and using their resources to help you financially plan for going to school, things like that. Um, I think that... I think that's great. Um, and then after we fix that problem and we start attracting more of the right candidates, um, or at least hopefully start attracting more of the right candidates, then the next stage from there is, okay, let's give a base library of just the correct information so we know that our training is consistent every time, right? Now we eliminate human error. Now we know everyone is getting the same exact data every time, no matter what so that there's no issues of some managers maybe training a little differently and leaving out little bits and pieces here and there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now all of, everyone's getting the same base training. Okay, now the other problem we were having is not only are they not necessarily getting all equivalent training and then having expectations that disalign with what they know, they're also not retaining things. Okay, so now we created another video series that comes out every other week that they get like a pop-up on like their company app, on their HR tool, wherever they log in at work, that's just gonna tell them, hey, quick pro tip, this is something you may have forgot about because it's been a while, but don't forget that when you're doing XYZ, this is how we do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it can be fun and again, very like funny, quirky, social media-like. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, th I think that that fixes all areas of the challenge that they're facing, even parts that I don't think that in the brief that they thought about. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you sticking around to the end. We hope you learned a thing or two about how we can use video content strategy inside your business. 
So um, join us on our next client journey by subscribing whenever you listen to our podcast. Be sure to shoot us a comment on SoundCloud or reach out to us directly at info at ArizonaStudios.com to figure out how we can help you start recording. Well, uh, you'll hear us next time.